0: The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in the following program belong solely to the host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of this radio station, our parent company, advertisers,
1: or affiliates. Welcome to Sharing Our Stories. We share stories of support for individuals in
0: recovery from substance misuse and mental health-related issues. There are numerous pathways to recovery, and each week we welcome powerful leaders and role models who have struggled in drug and or alcohol
1: addiction, have found a pathway to recovery, and who thrive as positive community members with an ongoing vision of success join us as we share our experiences strength and hope when the world says give up hope whispers try it one more time mile high merry christmas happy holidays and welcome to the sharing our stories christmas extravaganza super party Woo! super can you make it sound like a super party folks Let's super, party!
2: super party super yeah. party
1: Oh, great. Thank you so much, Tomas Hernandez. Uh, Mao this is Sharing Our Stories, and we are here this week uh, to celebrate the holidays with you, do a, a slightly different uh, edition of Sharing Our mm-hmm. Stories. And we, we just want to celebrate and love on each other because, you know, we don't get that opportunity to uh, just break bread and celebrate sometime so here for the christmas holiday uh for sharing our stories tomas hernandez nani al Jalil. you never see him he's always behind the scenes dan chavez is on, here. Here, here we go. go. or as he says Big it ben. chavez he says chavez i'm the son chavez, chavez or chavez? Chavez.
0: Chavez. 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 chavez chavez okay all right
2: he's all trying right. to be so american right now it's so crazy
1: <laughs> i like your eagles santa claus hat yeah, that you're wearing I mean, Hey, you so, being the Sam no, fan, I don't know. fan, I appreciate it. That was it, a talented uh-huh.
2: Mexican that got all the way up to Philly. I have no idea how he's...
0: A, he's a,
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So, Mahai, for those that no. aren't watching our live feed or you're, you're listening on the radio, we are dressed up for the holidays. I'm dressed up as Santa Claus. Nani has her ugly Christmas sweater, which really isn't that ugly.
3: It's a sweater vest. It's got, it's great. got it's, it's not garden gnomies and uh, reindeer.
1: You didn't go for the whole ugly thing. But you told us ugly on the text messages when we were getting set up for this. We'll wear an ugly Christmas sweater. And you're wearing a nice
2: sweater.
3: I went on a limb and I did a grandma sweater vest.
2: A grandma sweater vest? Grandma sweater
3: vest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I went over to Spencer's.
2: Shout out to Spencer's for me. Yeah. I
1: got my stuff. I mean... So I like you you have so Tomas has the Christmas ornament lights that light up <laughs> around his neck mm-hmm. and a hat that says Mary effing whatever, whatever. on his hat. Mm-hmm. A Christmas hat like that. I like that, but I have different I actually have different lights to put around your neck
0: right here. But I didn't think this is a surprise. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> think this would be appropriate, but here they are. <laughs> here they
1: are. Here they are. <laughs> what do we
3: got? <laughs> Come in. Check these
1: out Okay, so we got shot glasses so huh? they're, they're little red little red glass drinking glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Let's just make sure that um, you are legit. Yeah.
3: I remember those so, so Las from Vegas uh,
2: right now. Yeah. Home. So those are the red solo like Colorado, cups. Red
1: solo cups. Colorado. Big glass. This is Colorado. let <laughs> uh-huh.
3: get the addiction
1: cup. And let's go. Because we thought on a show about addiction and recovery, it was totally appropriate <laughs> right. to have red solo cup yeah. lights Absolutely. around your neck. We yeah. probably right, got
2: these out of Tony
1: V's yeah. office, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, we found them somewhere in the office. You know what else we had, but we didn't bring down here, was the Snoop on a Stoop. Have you seen Snoop yeah, on a man, Stoop? Yeah, man. The little tiny. We About elf?
2: 100 of those for 8 million people. So we were going to put out years. here
1: on the table because we thought it would be a cool decoration, Snoop on a stoop, mm-hmm. but he's wearing this marijuana emblem uh-huh. around his neck and he's got a fat joint in his mouth.
0: But and so,
1: so we were like, that's yeah. probably not appropriate we for sharing our story. We know where we've been. Thing, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Everybody knows what Snoop is about. It was a Cigar yeah.
0: Lord's necklace. Exactly. But, but you
2: know what? One thing about Snoop, <laughs> that dude does so much community work and saves so many lives and does so many things that that guy... If he wants to smoke a blunt until he dies, whatever. But, you know, through football with kids, all the stuff he does in California that I've been seeing through the nation, that guy's that's that's a pretty amazing guy. So I think it would have been kind of fitting. But we also have a radio host that had to reboot his recovery around the, the marriage of one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't smoke stuff. It makes me paranoid. It's like crack. I'm like, hey, you. Like, uh, hey. you know. <laughs> So
1: Mile Hi, this program this week, <laughs> uh, moving on, this, uh-huh. <laughs> this program this week, uh, we sure? don't have a guest. We just decided we wanted to celebrate the holidays mm-hmm. with you. We have a table full of food here in front of us. Um that we picked up all at the last minute. Yeah. So I, I really, if you never follow us online and you never watch the show, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash SOS, sharing our stories, and watch the program. So you can see we decorated, we've got a spread of food. Yeah. Now let me tell you about the food. I ran out across the street to King Supers because I wanted to make sure I had the best of everything for everybody. So mm-hmm. I got chicken. Fried chicken, because that's what it's all about. There everybody loves fried chicken, so I got some fried chicken. You want to break that out for everybody? You feel free to. We got a little bowls and mm-hmm. break out some fried chicken for everybody. But then I picked up this plate of meat, cheese, and crackers, man, because everybody needs a little a little hors d'oeuvre thing. And I thought before we started the program, we could sit together and you know, and he went chop to the hills Have eyes. Mm-hmm. So I got the I got the meat, cheese, and cracker plate that you can see here if you're watching right now. Um, we opened it up. And the pepperonis, Nani, mm-hmm. would
3: you eat one of these? I, w- I would not eat one of those pepperonis.
2: <laughs> Even if it was healthy? She, like, they're
1: rotten. They're spoiled. They've changed color, and they're <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. And Tomas ate one. Yeah, I mean, I Tomas got Tomas tried one right
2: off, right off I, the bat. And then I tasted it. I was like, hey, it's bad. I knew my eyes said it was bad, but hey. I mean, I can eat pretty much anything, you know. I mean, I, I did meth for, like, umpteen years. <laughs> be, let me
1: tell you, I put so much faze.
2: meth in my system yeah. that the it's idea of a, a little rotten pepperoni, yeah.
1: what's that? I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. You know, right?
2: the stuff we ate on the streets, like, wow, that's been in there for seven weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't ate in seven weeks, so let me just try this. There
1: was a time during my meth habit I would have been thankful for this pepperoni.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what thankful is, you know yeah. what I mean? So, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, I want to give a big, huge gratitude and thank you to, to Nani and, and Slim holding this show down to the top, as it always is. And it sucks not being here all the time. Me and Dan have been working on due diligence to get me, you know, when I'm on the road, get me online. You know, um, we got some big things in, in the future happening. We got some parties that are going to happen, an award ceremony that's going to be, what are we we're shooting for, like February? Or, Probably March. March, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're going to have some award ceremonies for people in recovery, um, organizations, all kinds of stuff. Um, it's just been a blessing that, like, you know, if we first started with just Slim and Sean and where are they taking it? Just a Slim. Sean,
1: slim. Shout out to Sean Jenkins. Yeah, Sean Jenkins, Sean man. Jenkins, who is one of the, the creators of this program with myself when we started this back in... Mm-hmm late
2: 2017 i want to say early 2018 yeah. around there i mean i remember when i first came into rehab sean was in this place called fashion disaster and i was so big i was looking for like 42s 44s <laughs> and he found me some dickies and all that was my guy and then i went downstairs and my counselor told me i can't wear gangster clothes and i had to bring him back up and we had to find some other clothes <laughs> but uh yeah it was um i've been knowing sean for years he's just one hell of a guy and, and you know he Took this off but where we're at now huh. and where we're going this is pretty amazing um i just i just love you guys and where we're going like sometimes i'll sit down and i'll be in an airport i'll be somewhere around the country and i just think wow you know like i've actually watched the show in an airport you know just sitting there and it's just it's cool that tribes are part of this that you know our our ceo sean you know what I mean? Always supports the situation. Slim is like a legend out here. He's, he's a legend whatever, out whatever. here. He's been doing this. Well, you you are, man. I mean, you've been in radio. You everybody that's in this in this building. I mean, think about it. You, Tony V. All right, back Andy to Jack. tribe. back I mean, to the <laughs> finish, man. You know what I mean? It's 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 a beautiful thing that people that don't have substance abuse really care to back you to back us to mm-hmm. get that message we got
1: out. A, we got a good a good group of people here. You know, backing up what we do amazing people really, at, at max I, I, su- I really thank the people that are here to support us with what we do
2: um with these shot glasses it's great Glass. <laughs> don't worry so, sean they didn't come out your office we don't tell your wife that, uh, right? don't worry so um
1: this week i wanted to ask you guys you know i've had some really bad christmases before and all of them revolved around my addiction mm-hmm. and uh I still have like the most embarrassing Christmas of my life was probably about 10 years ago where Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to remember a lot of it um, because it was it was I was drunk. I was drunk drunk, but I was with my family. Uh, I was in a bad relationship and I was in California visiting my family for the holidays and um, I just kept getting drunker and drunker that night. I want to say it was Christmas Eve. Maybe it was Christmas Day, but we definitely had a, a lot of visitors in the house. And uh, I was in an argument with my girlfriend at the time, and I got really mad, and I left the house. Mm -hmm. Um, Drunk, drunk, drunk. But I came back to the house with tears flying down my face, and I forget why I was crying or what was happening, because like I said, I was drunk. Mm -hmm. But uh, I walked in the house, and this is on, I want to say Christmas Eve. Let's go with Christmas Eve. Uh, And it's probably about 9 o'clock at night, and I'm obliterated. I walked in the house and took off all my clothes in front of a... A household of people, 30 people at least. I stripped butt naked right at the front door and started screaming at everybody to pay attention to me. I don't remember anything beyond that. I do remember that part. Mm-hmm. And then I remember breaking down and going into some room to cry over what the f- hell did I just do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but that was one of my worst, worst moments for the holidays I also know that I had a a Christmas once where uh, I remember going out on Christmas Eve because that's a big party day, Mm -hmm. people to go out, Um, going out and never making it home on Christmas Eve, Mm -hmm. literally leaving my friends. I don't know how that happened. Once again, blackout drunks. I don't know a a lot of the scenarios of what happened, but leaving my friends and being asleep in a doorway. And waking up sometime early on Christmas morning and not having a relationship or anything like that or anybody who cared to know where I was. And that's not to say that there weren't people that cared to know where I was. They just didn't think any family that I had right now were in California and probably thought I was sleep safe in my bed Mm -hmm. and not that I had passed out after leaving some party drunk on Christmas Eve. Um, And when I look at those times now, when Mm -hmm. I look back, I still don't have the best holidays. Because I'm still alone and I don't have family. And so I, I spend... When I don't go home for the holidays, I spend it alone here. Mm-hmm. But um, they're not as bad. Mm-hmm. They're never as bad because I I don't drink. I don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm clean of those things. So I just go through the depression of being alone for the holidays. But my whole point behind what I'm saying is not only to share that sometimes the holidays can be mm-hmm. really tough for people in addiction, but... That, that there's a change that can occur where you can still be depressed. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and say I'm the happiest person in the world. Right. But you can get through the holidays and survive them because you're clean.
3: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: So <clears throat> I wanted to ask you guys, like, do you have recommendations for, for people who are in addiction and they have to get through the holidays. Like how do you make it if maybe you're you're clean? Yeah. And you're trying to get through and you don't have family?
3: Yes, I, I do have recommendations. I, I personally know that um, there's a you know, there's a lot of fellowships out there, a lot of organizations and fellowships that they have um, places that you can go and meetings that are actually marathons. They're just running constantly. Um, mm-hmm. I I personally know that um, they're they have uh people that are there to greet you and meet with you and talk with you, hang out with you. Um yeah, let's,
2: let's throw some out like York Street. Yep, York, York Street Street's downtown, one. it's AA house, it's the oldest house, AA house in Denver, Colorado, this west of the Mississippi. Yep. That place will be going all Christmas Eve, Christmas. You got ain't dead yet. You got yep. a you got so many things. Just go on the NA website, AA website, CA website, find a safe spot. Yeah. Also, If you need help, every nonprofit organization is gonna have something on their site. You know what I mean? Um, You can always call and reach out. I know for me, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but for me, my first year, I had to be in those places. You know, I can't tell people to not do things because I have a problem. Mm -hmm. And until I was strong enough to be in those environments, since I was the problem I had to remove myself from the problem until I got stronger Mm -hmm. and I made those decisions and did those did the work around it like now it's still just one day at a time but I know who I am when I'm loaded and I don't like that guy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know I have a hard time liking me sometimes with my mental health when I'm sober let alone get loaded again and do all that you know um Christmas is rough. Like, my hat says what it says right now, you know. I look at everything, you know, Bible differently. Like, me and Donnie were talking about before we got online. And I was like, man, I know I got a couple houses that I stay at. I got a computer. I got markers. (laughs) I got pencils. I got everything around the house. Oh, no. (laughs) And who's going to tell me, like, Christmas? Like, Christmas is about people for me, about, you know— My family has me celebrate a lot because in my recovery, I don't like celebrating because the places I've been and I'm not going to glorify prison. Yes, I was in those getting the green cups from Salvation Army, being locked up, making phone calls, you know, being in some motel, coming to the family's houses, just like Slim was talking about loaded. I was the, you know, people like to brag about being the black sheep. I didn't necessarily like being the black sheep and the one that kind of ruined Christmas party. You know what I mean? Because when you really are the black sheep, it really sucks to be the black sheep. You know what I mean? Because you're just kind of there out of formality because you're loved, not really liked because of your behavior. Being you embarrassing know? on Christmas is yeah, something so, you never forget. I don't I really don't buy, buy into the to the big chubby guy. And when I was talking about having pins and everything like that, you tell me, and you guys, Chris, Christians and Catholics, don't get mad at me, yeah. but the Jesus wasn't even set yet. Like nobody knew it was going to happen. And you telling me in a barn... In a pile of hay, you're going to remember December 25th when that little kid was born. I can't even write down a date in my high-tech house and remember it, let alone being in a barn using coal, writing on a sheath, and remembering that to the end of time, and then matching it up. And Tomas says, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas for Tomas. Tomas. (laughs) I'm telling you, like, I was a kid who took the Santa Claus face off, and then in the same year, when the Easter Bunny was there, I took the head off, and the dude looked like Jesus.
3: All the kids were screaming in the line. <laughs> like, how is,
2: that, Mom! how is that possible? Like, why is there a rabbit and a fat guy? And then it's correlated with Jesus. I, I, I got a question. I just love the people. I got a, a question whatever. for you,
1: because, yeah. you know, as you, you said before, you know, you didn't like the person you were when you were on meth, and you were a mean, angry yep. person. Yeah. What did what did your family do around the holidays at that time when it came to you?
2: My mom has always been traditional, and my father opened the door till
1: you still. My mom
2: would hate every piece of my soul on how I was, what I became, and still want me home for Christmas. Nice. You know, she'd still answer the phone when I was in prison. Not
0: everybody has that.
2: She would still answer the phone to when I was in some hotel late or I left she get mad at me and then check on me later you know um my father got uh, what, 46 years in recovery it didn't matter every day he checked on me that that's christmas to me you know like holidays are real hard for me i'm one of those people i just don't i never really proceed, see the percentage and you know like like this death row thing it looks like it's like Santa Claus in an electric chair, but I was telling Nani earlier, it's really my wallet because that's what happens. You just The whole – everybody just electrocutes the wallet. But really, um, having the support of like a fellowship in recovery and just having gratitude of just today, it's not – for me, it's not about gifts. It's not about all the flashing lights. It's not about – man, Every day's a holiday in recovery if you can make it that way. And sometimes we don't. You know what I mean I get on that plane you know i I get to come home and spend time with my family I get to you know my new friends and family that i've that I've made in Las Vegas you know I got friends and family in 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 all different parts of the country it's 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 crazy because I'm not sitting on a couch or in a some messed up situation with a needle in my arm with a gun in my hand and not knowing my identity and feeling embarrassed to walk through my mother's door because I need to be there cause I'm her son and she's taking every piece of her soul to smile and not want to shake the hell out of me for showing uploaded and being a pain and ruining dinner and starting fights and, and all the, the craziness that, that happened, you know, um, I've never been kind of the gratitude guy in those those environments. And I'm sure a lot of you that are in recovery and the listeners can identify by that because we just are not ourselves. And, you know, and it's hard when you get into recovery to break those habits. I remember I was it was Thanksgiving. This is different than than Christmas. Yes, but this is a story that's pinnacle as hell. I was really stoic about my recovery. Right. My sister, she likes to drink still. You know what I mean? So she was a little bit of inebriated. I got mad during Thanksgiving. I left halfway through there, acted like a jerk, sober, clean and sober. Went over to a AA house of my cousin, he has got multiple years ahead of me. And one, my sister is one of his favorite cousins. So he was mad after what I told him why I was chain smoking and being a jerk and talking crazy. And he told me one pinnacle thing. He was like, Who are you, man? Just a year ago, you were calling me to borrow money, and you were on the run, and you were doing all these stupid things. But now you got a little bit of time on you, and you're going to judge your sister, and you're going to judge your family, and you're going to ruin Christmas. So you're going to come up here and be king of, of sobriety? Man, that's bull. That's that's not even that's not even real. Yeah. I don't know what parts of the step work taught you that, but it wasn't step work. That was your ego. That was your intent, and you need to simmer it down. So- since that point on, you know, I sat there numb because he just left me on that, on that porch. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and thought for about an, an hour. And I, and I said to myself, you know what? Every time I see my sister, if she has a couple of drinks, she's passed out. She does whatever. She's an adult. She can do what she wants. You know, if she figures one day she has a problem and figures one day she doesn't, that's, that's her choice. But that's not mine. You know what I mean? so for holidays, I really got to focus in on me what the situation is, do my best with it, you know, like you know, ask any person that's close to me, I'm really not, I'm more of a bah humbug guy, you know what I mean, first I was Grinch that stole Christmas, now I'm just bah humbug, you are <coughs> that's about money and, and things like that, and I do my best, you know what I mean, I do my best to make sure that I can put on that smile and get everybody that they need, I'll gripe through it and overbuy presents, tell them I ain't got the money and then show up with like 10 times as much as I said that I was going to save my budget, you know what I mean? And that's just how I get down. But, you know, in, in short, really finding your way just for the people and being there and having gratitude and not having needles in your arms, drinking your hand, not getting naked on a porch. You know what I mean? Not having your mom have to swallow her pride and watch her, her son ruin his life right in front of her, you know saying crazy stuff like I just said on the radio station, which my mom's probably throwing holy water at her phone right now saying, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, with that, those kinds of things, it's just, you know, in short, just find a good safe space and recovery, and you don't need to figure out the holidays today. Just be in the moment. Recovery is about one day at a time, right? Just show up, do your best, and if it's an environment that you shouldn't be in, like Nani was saying, find an environment that's safe for you yeah. so you can keep going. There's always everything. we have got technology today, y'all. Yeah. Technology, all, it's at your beck and call. Like, I could order a vacuum to my house right now. Last Christmas, oh, this ain't no lie, I got COVID or two Christmases ago. My wife was tripping out, yo. I couldn't join anybody, so I bought a car. I just wanted to see if I could do it. She was like, What is that outside? Cadillac pulled up. I was like, nothing. He We're goes, betting. Merry yeah, Christmas. Merry Christmas. I signed for the thing. He jumped in an Uber, had a mask on, even knew I had COVID. Did his his safe space thing. That's He's awesome. got to the hood. He said, sign right here. I walked up the hood, he backed up, boom, boom, boom. I had a Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah. Really awesome. So that's how technology is, man. so you know at this time of
1: year there's you know christmas parties everywhere yeah every all your your friends you know that aren't in recovery are celebrating with booze and spiked eggnog and so on yeah Mm -hmm. what do you guys do for scenarios like that do you avoid christmas parties do you do you know that you can trust yourself that's what i always tell myself is alcohol is not going to jump out of your glass and into mine Mm -hmm. you know i have a choice here in in all these things. And I'm now (coughs) in my life strong enough to, you know, be responsible for my choice and, Mm -hmm. and know which choice to make. It wasn't always like that, but now it is. So you don't avoid.
3: No, I don't. And as a matter of fact, um, I, my family drinks. Um, Mm -hmm. so I go, I go home for Christmas and I'm around my family and my family drinks around me. It's a, it's a choice that we, I, you know, for in the way that I view it, it's, the world is not going to stop being who the world is just because of who I am. And I still have to show up every day and and live. I can't I can't stop living my life and I can't expect people to stop living their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to make a conscious decision to 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 take responsibility for my disease. And and my disease is forever present, right? Like mm-hmm. my disease is always in the background doing push-ups, waiting for me to. To be to be an addict. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I show up every day and I know who I am and I know how powerful my disease is. And I just can't I can't slip. You know, I, I need to know that about about myself. And so, you know, I'll go home for Christmas and and liquor will be there or whatever, wh- whatever other, you know, if, if and people smoke, people smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I know that about people, what people do and who they are. But but I need to know that I have to take responsibility for myself. And just be aware of that wherever I go, mm-hmm. not, just it, not just the holidays. That's, that's an ever-present thing.
1: No, I agree. I mean, I, for Thanksgiving, I was with my family, and they're all wine drinkers. Mm-hmm. They have a whole wine section of the house, yeah. you know, and they're talking about this wine over that wine. And yeah. I'm just sitting there like, well, this conversation's not for me. Right, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, <clears throat> there's, you know, a holiday Christmas party you know, or an office Christmas party and everybody's supposed to bring a gift for like the White Elephant Exchange. Oh, yeah. I'm still the guy who will go and buy a bottle of alcohol sure. and mm-hmm. put it in the gift exchange. Yeah, I know that mm. I don't want it. Right. And I, if, if I happen to open something up that's a wine bottle, I'm going to exchange it with somebody for something <laughs> exactly. that I want. Right.
3: You know? That's the other thing that I was, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, but I was looking at my calendar and my calendar is so full now. I, I mean, I remember five years ago, people didn't want to hang out. If people wanted to hang out with me or people were calling me, it's because they needed something from me. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, and now in my life, I mean, people, I I am so, I have so much gratitude and I'm so, it makes me feel so good that I'm, I'm going places. I'm with people who I'm surrounded by so much love and so, and I, and so much support. And I have so many people in my life that, they're hanging out with me and they want me to come and be a part of their Christmas celebrations. that That's such a beautiful thing. And five years ago, that was not my life.
1: Nobody wanted to be nope, around you. Nobody. <laughs> Unless you had the dope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the only reason. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason people were calling me. Yeah. And it was, it was a totally gotta, different experience. And you got to
2: give people time, too. They're not going to snap back just because you want to apologize. Yeah. Right. You know, so. Don't think that that's going to be the Christmas thing that you show up with presents in your hand. Now you got a job and you've mm-hmm. been sober for X amount of time and they're going to receive you. Yes. You know, if you want to get a proper reception, you're probably going to want to do some step work and do some stuff around mm-hmm. it and learn mm-hmm. how to make amends the correct way in recovery and take that approach that way. You know, I didn't do exactly. my uh, A-step for two years with my mother. Mm-hmm. I needed to get a track record. Yep. And the things that I heard from her and my father on that porch that that day, I knew it was the correct time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know we've done enough apologizing we've done- en- enough pie charts and 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 facts and equations on on and cons and lies and smoking mirrors on why we do certain things. You know people have a hard time with people in recovery nowadays because we come straight forward first. I've I've always pled guilty. If I pled not guilty, it was to get a plea bargain. You know what I mean? So I'm really not afraid of nothing if I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm just like, did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I did it. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna also I'm gonna expect that as like, you know, if I'm feeling like this, recovery's taught me. If I'm mad, isn't correlating to that attitude, to this. I don't have a arterial motive to get anywhere, those angles. And that's what the great thing about recovery is, is you can look at it as a practical principle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And go forward. Mm-hmm. So, if you're gonna complicate a holiday on a practical principle in the way of life, you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. If you're being hopeful and trying to do something out of the impossible, not doing the work behind it, and just kind of throwing the dice and to see if they'll receive you, they might receive you, but they might just receive you because A, it's the holidays, B, they just love you that much and they're really not ready for that. Or they're ready, and they might tell you something that you might not like. Mm-hmm. So you really want to brace yourself before you go around those family members after you cause this damage, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it is damage. It's mm-hmm. damaging to the people, and also on reverse, expect people to call you that were damaging to you. Yeah, that have those boundaries to say, "Hey, man, I don't get down like that no more. Man. I appreciate you calling. I love you." No, I won't be showing up for that. I appreciate it. You're not bound to go somewhere because you grew up with somebody, because you shared the same bed with somebody, because you both have children or, you know, even your parents. You're not bound to go there. You got to keep yourself in safe environments because it's a day. But like I was saying at the beginning, every day has got to be filled with gratitude like a holiday because... We ain't supposed to be here. I know I'm not. The the stuff that I pulled, man, people wonder why I'm so passionate and serious in conversations. Because you have no idea, but a lot do in recovery have that idea or you haven't come to terms with that idea in your own life on how serious it is to cross certain lines, that can never be taken back. People get hurt, people die. People go to jail for a very, very long time. You know, and and that's addiction. You know, pulling robberies. I remember I wanted to pull robberies on Christmas because I saw it on TV. And usually the one that you see on TV, it's the dude acting crazy. It's somebody's dad. And then he gets shot by the cops when he's robbing the store. And I'm like, why the hell do I want to do that? I'm like, oh, let me try that. And then you get away with it. Like, oh, I'm better than the movie. You know what I mean? It's, you know, those are those are those things, you know, and, and, you know, you taint holidays and you and you think about things. But and I'm sure that a lot of people that are out there can identify with this. But just remember, it's about celebration, about the people. You know, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in. You know what I mean? I don't I don't. I already told you I don't really believe the hype. I don't believe the hype. You know what I mean? We we caught that part. I believe the family. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) We caught that part. You know what I mean?
1: Please don't offend Christmas again.
2: <laughs> hey, man,
1: we let you do it once, <laughs> all right? We have to defend the people who are right now whatever. mad at you. Okay, Maybe whatever. You, Maybe just know very, that my mom whatever, messed up yeah.
2: when she doubt, she she named me after Doubting Thomas. When I found out that I I got kicked out the Bible, I started doubting everything with him. Like, man, that's bull crap. Merry so Christmas. Be Okay. Merry, Merry Christmas. You're wrong, man. You're wrong, man. Merry Christmas <laughs> you're wrong. from Tomas Hernandez.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Bah Humbug.
1: <laughs> Dan. Dan is our producer. You never see him. He's always behind the scenes. Um if you're watching right now, he's wearing a, his his Eagles hat, his Eagles mm-hmm. Santa Claus hat. Yes. Yeah. Um oh, Dan You're a drinker. You you Drink and smoke marijuana, and you're okay. You're not. You do lines of coke <laughs> in the <laughs> bar yeah, with the switch. bartender
2: and the, and the <laughs> Wait, waitress. <laughs> Wait, you sold it to
3: <laughs> <laughs> What do you call the What do you call the meetings? The little little get-togethers, little gatherings. What do you like to call them? Our little twelve-step meetings. <laughs> they're just
2: busting
1: little- you out. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't admit <laughs> to mean? nothing kind of on the radio. Don't what do, you, what, do you, what do you think of the rest <laughs> of yeah. the They're
0: how cops. Don't Don't answer. You guys are awesome. You guys always give me like. Even though I do drink and smoke sometimes, um you guys give me like different ways to think about it and just to, I, it's I it's it's awesome like i I could tell friends who who wanna stop stuff yeah. like I don't know you guys just make me really dive deep into like is this good for me is it bad for me I mean you know what i'm saying it's yeah. it's cool it's cool to see it from your guys' perspective because I know. Seeing you guys, you guys are all great. It's just like, that's cool. Just seeing how you guys have gone all the way through hell and back that I I know that it's a serious thing. It is a disease and I got to watch out because it's not really in my family, but it has been like, like I told you, my uncle passed away from it. So Mm -hmm. it's just cool to... Watch myself, and even my mom's been mad at me before. You get too, you drink too much sometimes, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I get it, Mom. So now I see where she's coming from because I see you guys talk about it, and I'm like, it is serious. So you definitely got to watch it, and I don't want to be the guy, like like hearing your guys' stories, I don't want to be that guy at parties or – or not remember the next day like you guys talk about. Cause it's happened before and it's like growing up, I want to be able to remember all the good times and hang out with friends and all this stuff, even on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving Eve, all that stuff. So it's one it's of the cool.
1: few times I'm not insulted by somebody going, I don't want to be like you Yeah,
0: not <laughs> like that. It's you guys, no, yeah. you, I do like being like you guys, you guys are yeah. all
2: great. So it's like,
0: not even no. that, it's just like, the person you guys were before, you know? Yeah, no, you no guys that's what I mean, that. yeah. No. Definitely. You
2: know, I was doing an intervention on the phone today with a dear friend of mine that I've known since I was three, four years old. I was talking to his wife. And she got really into talking about the relationship. And I had to cut her off. And I would say, hey, you're making relationship decisions on one side. And you're not really talking to your husband. He's not there right now. The addiction is talking, and you're never going to be able to negotiate with the addiction. You can try a million times over, and it's not going to work. You're not going to get what you want out of that. You're going to make up your own words in your own mind because they're going to say consistent on hey, this person is mine right now, I'm in control. I'm going to give him more and more and more. And I don't care about your marriage. I don't care about your opinion. I don't care about detox. I don't care about the house. I don't care about the kids. I don't care about the car, the money, none of it. I want it all. So I don't know who you're talking to, but you're wasting your breath. But keep on talking if you want, because you're going to make him go deeper into this situation. You know what I mean? And that's when you're you're talking about that situation of who I used to be. The more you talk to me about something I didn't want to do, man, I was going to show you that I could really do it, man. Totally. I could really do it. You you want, you want me to really do it? Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you 10. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 up this 10 bucks. I'm going to up this a million dollars. You know what I mean? And then I'm not even going to go call you for bond or nothing like that. I'm going to make you come find me. Because that's the addiction. Like me, completely sober, would not look at a loved one and say, hey, to hell with you. To hell with all my responsibility. I'm going to take off and I'm going to disappear and I might die. I'm going to probably get arrested and I'm going to make you come find me. Then I'm going to still make it your fault. I'm going to still make it your fault for saying something. So How dare you say something to me about me? That's addiction. Mm-hmm. That's where it takes you. That's where your mind goes. Mm-hmm. And that's not the real you. If somebody's talking to me about something, I got to be understanding. I got to talk about, what, you know, I'll overly talk. I'll offend somebody, but I got to retract it. And I got to go ahead and say, hey, you're right. Not everything's a win. In addiction, everything's got to be a win. It's always, you got to always win. Even when you're losing, your loss is to win. But when you're when you're sober, and you're recovering, like, hey, you can have the, you can have the, championship belt, the cup, the attaboy, the award, the picture, all that. I just want to work this out with you, and if I was wrong and I wronged you, I'm sorry. How can I fix that? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm an addict. I'm gonna do it again and again and again until I get it, and I'm gonna figure out a technique because that's my compulsive behavior. That's my this. Word is, is insidious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Disease is insidious. That's what we're taught. And the definition of that word should tell you enough. When you're drinking too much and you know it, you got to gear back. Because if you can't stop it, it's going to romance you until you can't stop it. Like a lot of people think, oh, yeah, drinking and drugging is a choice. Yeah, it started as a choice. And then it got you on everything that I was saying Now it's no choice. Mm -hmm. Now you have no choice to recover every day. So the narrative is right on both sides, right? Totally. The narrative hooked you. Now when you're saying like, I ain't got no choice, I can't control it. Oh, you had a choice to start it. Yeah. I had a choice to put some skis on and be novice and go down a black diamond and fall a million times. (laughs) That was a choice. Definitely. But I have no choice on how many times I'm going to hit my head and tumble down that damn mountain. You know what I mean? Mm And, that's, and, that's, and that's, that's, that's the the key part of it, you know? And also at the same time, a lot of holidays bring a lot of mental health. So a lot of people that really don't have high acute addiction problems, you got to think about that, man. Like I was talking to another young lady in, in, in recovery, and she was just talking about, well, your stuff is so much more than mine. Your stuff is like because you've been through this, this, and that. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right. it's not. It's, yeah. That's just a different shade of paint. Your pain is just as bad as mine. Did it hurt? Did you lose family? Did it drive you crazy? Did it make you use more? Did it make you miss holidays? Did it make you do this? Did it make you do that? Yes. It's the same thing. I just have a different shade of paint on my canvas. Mine ain't cool. Like, I always tell people, prison ain't cool. I went four times. I'm terrible at crime. Terrible. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. Who wants to brag? I see people on social media all the time. Yeah, man, I did all these years. I did it, like, all the time. Man, I'm I'm the best. The best at what? Getting caught? You're terrible at crime, homie, and you're bragging about it. And you're still doing burpees on IG. Go to the gym and get a membership, homeboy. <laughs> what are you doing? You are not VL'd in a, in a car right now.
1: <laughs> I can go through your IG and find this person, can't they I? I, I <laughs> so bad,
2: You've I, described like, Yo, somebody Yo, specific. Like cousin, Some like, doing burpees, huh? Some calm, calm down, bro. Calm down. Like, you, like they're trying to sell membership to their, their thing. Like everybody's going to do burpees like they so Daniels in the that yard. That fit. Cholo Bam. fit. Bam. Bam. No, these guys are serious. <laughs> like having their, you know, setting up their garage like a gym and stuff. It's crazy, you know what I mean. It's crazy, but it's you know, getting back to holidays like in jail. You know, I remember when I got my first green cup, and the green cup for the people that's been to the joint in Colorado. It's basically Salvation Army gives you out a cup. You get a, a Salvation Army cup where you get this Christmas tree green cup, and, Mrs. and, what? A, cook, and a cookie for this is for Christmas. You get okay. you get you get some you get some Christmas ham or whatever they give you turkey. You get to eat earlier. You know what I mean, and you got and you got this little bag, and it's got a cookie in it with with a with a Salvation Army green cup. You got a new a new coffee cup, and that's Christmas. Then everybody's trying to get in line to, to use the phone, and you know people are got their canteen going, different different cars, which a car is who you ride with in there. It's really I don't want to get in the minutia of that, but it's you know you can pretty much get it. You know, different races, different gangs, all that stuff. They're making their own holiday spreads together and playing cards, playing dominoes, playing the pinochle. You name it, it's happening. You know what I mean? Tattooing, drinking, all that. It's still same thing on the bricks. You know, but it's just inside. But I remember my first experience of doing that was like, man. Hung up the phone with my mom. A big argument. And I go, this is the alternative? I threw the cup in the trash. I'm like, this is my choices? To sit up in here and drink hooch and try not to get caught and be locked down? and You know what I mean? And basically just stuck. That's the real snoop on the stoop. You know what I mean? You're stuck in... You stuck right in your in your bunk, you know, hours just thinking about my daughter crying because I ain't there, crying because I'm not there, and talking to her on the phone. Daddy, Daddy, I'm coming next week. Can we redo Christmas? Can I'm coming to visit you, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy? Yes, baby, we can do that. We can do that. You know, I remember I, I was I got in this program. I used to read these books were and I got to read a Christmas book for her. So you read it, you take the book, you read it, you, you record it on a tape, and then you send out the book with the tape, and she gets to hear your voice. But it's a tape, so like my mom had to go find a tape deck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, okay. You know, it's not like we're burning CDs or doing whatever, but you know, that's how long ago I've been in a prison, thank God for that. But you know what I mean? It's a tape. When I got out the last time, that kid still had all those things and every one of those books that I got she used those so many times they were wore out Mm -hmm. I felt good about it but I just sat down and just started crying cause that's the dad I became she knew me through a tape through a visit I wasn't there for the important moments I wasn't there I wasn't present for her. And I'm over here thinking I know my daughter and I don't know nothing about that beautiful little girl. Nothing. You know, holidays are hard. I hate my birthday. Bad things happen in my birthday. I hate it. My loved ones make me celebrate it. I hate it. I'm just glad nothing bad happened. I kind of stay indoors. You know, I'm like, cool. I got through this one. I'm looking out the window like I'm a tweaker. There ain't nobody getting arrested. Nobody dying. I ain't getting no phone calls. I'm great. Yes. I will smoke cigars on the porch. I don't want to do nothing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Gave me a present. Great. Thank you. I'll open it tomorrow because you're going to jinx me today. You know what I mean? With that being said, you know, with Christmas, you know, I think for me, it's not about all this. It's about y'all. It's about like this story, this this show I was really looking forward to because there's people out there struggling right now. And I'm just here to tell you it's okay, man. Just follow the rules that Nani and me are bringing out to you. Know that you don't have to be obligated to go places. Know that. You're not obligated to do anything that's going to put you in harm's way. Find a supporting, loving, sober clean environment if that's what you need, or go home and don't have expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't have expectations yeah. because you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Don't have expectations. Just be cool in the day.
3: Yeah.
2: And for the ones that lost people and going to be their first holidays with certain people without them, do your best, man. I, I don't, I miss a lot of the people that I lost. I'm fortunate enough not to miss, to lose any parents yet. Fortunate enough not to, but if you lost parents, you lost husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, kids, you know, even if your aunties and uncles, grandma and grandpa were were dear to you, whatever, your best friend, do your best to play it in that moment. Don't hurt yourself because right now they're not here and they don't want you to do something that's reckless in the name of them. They don't get that chance anymore to even make the mistake. And the last thing they wanna do is see you destroying yourself in the name of their memory. You know, I stopped drinking like that. I stopped getting high like that. Everybody that died, I made it about me. Why? That's none of my business. That is none, it doesn't matter how close I was to that person. That's between God and that person. That's before whatever he believes in or she believes in, in, that, in that situation. They didn't call me, text me, include me, and damn sure didn't ask me before the situation happened. So I don't care how close I am, I think I am to that situation, or I was born by that person, whatever, that's not my situation. I gotta know that in recovery because I've destroyed myself over the loved ones and the people that I've lost. And I gotta know that, it's not for me. That's not my right, you know? I'm still having a hard time taking back my birthright like I just said. Because all I do is remember memories of people that, that died and the people that fucking, that, sorry, and the people that hurt. You made it 47 minutes. <laughs> I made it 47 yeah. Yeah. And people that hurt people, yeah. you know what I mean? And then getting arrested, you know, but that's, those actions of those other people and that, and people keep on telling me that just the way I explained to people. But still, see how it works? I got work to do behind that, you know. Nani, I got a question for you. Um, As a woman in recovery, Mm -hmm. growing up in a multicultural family that's not at all Catholic or Christian Mm -hmm. and celebrating and and being festive in these environments and trying to make your way, what does that look like for you today?
3: Yeah, in my family, we celebrated Christmas growing up my whole life. My dad, in fact, um, when he came to the United States, and discovered Christmas. He loved Christmas. Uh, and he, and he keeps a Christmas tree up in his home in Kuwait now all year long. Oh, wow. It, yeah. It just stays up all year. All year do they all think he's weird long. for that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I met your daddy. My <laughs> dad just does,
3: my dad just does whatever he wants. Um, yeah. Uh, and he,
2: yeah, he just does whatever, whatever he wants to do. I can see him doing do. it.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's
2: the guy that, like he said, cause she's, you know, she doesn't eat meat. She's vegetarian. Uh-huh. He said that he would like wait until she wasn't there and he'd lie to her and he would use the same spoon and the same knife that he was cutting meat. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, no, that's a different This knife. is that's totally a different spoon. He'd, he'd be using
0: the same Using the
3: same
2: that is savage. spoon. That is Sad, savage. savage. Yeah. He's great. He's so awesome.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, so growing up, we had, you know, I we always had Christmas and but, for me, I didn't you know understanding what other people understood Christmas was i you know we didn't have that i didn't I didn't really have that but but yeah, so um, and now um you know Christmas for me and for for me um it's just i I'm a very spiritual person, so I appreciate i really appreciate that we did this tonight this actually this means a lot to me, so I'm really glad I got to spend this doing this with you guys, oh, yeah. Thank you.
1: Um, I want to go around and ask everybody what they're thankful for. I'll go first to give you guys a, a chance to think about it. Oh, all right, give okay. you a moment instead of just springing it on you. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for all of you guys first and foremost. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the friends I have here in Colorado. Um, I'm thankful for having a job in a tough environment. Um, but I'm, of course the thing that I should have said first, but I I, actually held on to it on purpose because of the show that we have. It's so obvious, but I'm thankful for my sobriety Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm thankful to have another holiday that I'm going to remember whether I spend it by myself on Christmas day or not, (laughs) which I probably will. And I don't have a problem with it. I have two wonderful dogs and I'll be just fine because I'm sober. And so I'll make it through that day, you Mm -hmm. know, and I just want to say to people out there that if you, if you're somebody who deals with depression, um, be strong and you're going to make it through the holiday. Mm -hmm. All right. And I know what you're going through. You're not alone. You're not the only person. Um, A lot. There's millions of us all going through it. And I'm going to try to spend my holiday with uh, Tomas and Nani around here. Yeah.
3: Um, Nani, your turn. My turn next. (laughs) Yep. God. um, I am. I'm going to start first with my, I am thankful that I am clean today for, for sure. I'm, I'm so thankful for my recovery. Um, I have to I have to next say that I'm thankful for my family. My family is 100% my next to my recovery they are my foundation they are my rock If it wasn't for them I don't know where I would be. Um, I'm also incredibly thankful for tribe next to my recovery and my family tribe is my second family They are my home away from home Um that's where I get a lot of my strength and support. Um, and then I am in—I am incredibly grateful to my friends. Um, I've built a network of friends that no matter what, I can call on them anytime for anything, wherever I'm at. Um, I love them so much. A shout out to a lot of them. I know that they're watching and listening and they know who they are. Um, I love you guys so much. Yep.
1: People love you. Okay, let me just say, I was talking to somebody just two days ago, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, Nani's going to call you to set up the." I know Nani. I love Nani. <laughs> Nani's my girl. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, then whenever you talk to her, you guys just set it up. Cool, Forget me. you yeah. know I me." Mean.
0: <laughs> I love you, Nani. Uh, Dan, Dan. Yeah. What are I'm- you thankful for, Mr. D? Man, I'm thankful for for family, friends, um, waking up every day. um yeah, I mean, you guys, yeah, you I'm guys. thankful for you guys, you guys and your sobriety. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have sobriety, but I'm thankful for you guys in it because it brought me this show and it brought me <laughs> my relationship with you guys. And like Nani said, her network, my network is, is great. The amount of people who have my back is amazing. So, I mean, I'm just thankful to, be, to have everything in my life right now. Honestly, it's amazing. And like you said, Slim, to just remember another holiday, that's awesome. Uh,
1: 2024, our goal is to get you on the radio, okay? Yeah, let's Go do it, bro. That would be great. Right, Maha, you just heard it right here okay I put it out there Yeah. because you got manifest things so we put it out there yeah, and then, right there. Uh, Dan that's Dan awesome. a radio show so we'll manifest it starting today let's and go in 2024 you guys will hear we'll give him some other name to really throw it off and be like Fred Roberts on the radio yes <laughs> Fred Roberts Fred Roberts I'm Fred
0: Roberts shout out to you man I love all you guys you
1: guys are awesome uh, we love you Dan and Tomas I put you last because we only have six minutes left <laughs> <And> I so <laughs> I think <laughs> we give you have enough time yeah i don't get
2: enough time on, on this show you guys get a bunch um <laughs> man <laughs> but anyway um i mean it's kind of funny that i'm reversed on it i'm just thankful just to be alive and clean today you know what i mean Um, mm-hmm. you're free to be able to make choices and be able to serve the community um being able to take care and provide for the people that i love um The biggest thing I'm thankful for is is God gave me talented enough. The gods, however you look at your, your higher power. And a great, great crew and many people that are in the same vision to create a better day for the next person that has no idea we're coming. And we work together hand in hand to give that to them. You know, we're not the people that take pictures because we're in front of homeless people and uh, feeding people on a chow line and all that stuff. No, we, we're in prisons, we're in jails. We're on the phone. We're meeting them in closed doors with no, with no phones, no pictures, no trophies, no, no awards in this, what we do. And every day, every day we get an opportunity to save a life and touch a life. Every day when I get to walk in the tribe, and see that intake team have four or five people sitting there with their backpacks. Man, that does something to you. Because, I mean, like you got intake places all over town that we've created. And they just coming in. And I drew the first gorilla on a bar napkin, you know, smoking a cigar. And everybody laughed at me, just said I was going to do this. Everybody laughed at me. You know, everybody, you know, those people that try to tell you how things work and they never actually did nothing, but they got pie charts and Google stuff. And I'm like, man, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway because I think I can do it. And you can't tell me I can't. And really, that's that fire burning, tenacity and passion that I ask for. God, don't let me lose my passion and my hard work ethic to make a brighter day, you know, and that's. And that's what I'm thankful for. Of course, the things that you guys all mentioned, family, friends, love. I'm thankful for my pain. I'm thankful for every failure that I get that makes me better. You know, people wish failure on me all the time, like get in line. I fail to win every day. I'm a master of failure. That's all my life has been is I'm going to fail a million times. Your L's are lessons. Yeah, yeah. My L's are lessons. So if you want to give me another L, you better do your homework. Cause I'm coming at you fra- straight straightforward when you're doing it. I'm coming, I'm running full speed at you. Because that's what recovery's taught me, and that's what my little Life, life has taught me to be that. You know? I'm thankful for this show. I'm thankful for twenty four hours, man.
0: Yeah. You defy the odds, bro. That's awesome.
2: Love some Tomas. And I'm thankful for this rotten meat. <laughs> there we go
1: don't eat the rotten pepperonis well, up there the Yeah, yeah show, it, show, the, show, the show the camera the so you rotten pepperoni spoil your dinner tonight Whoa. I want to give a couple shout outs shout out to Josie Burton hitting us up on uh, Facebook Victor Olman, yeah, Julia Albertson what's up yeah, girl Julia. and there yes. was more but I now I can't see them <laughs> they, they vanished on us <clears throat> so last thing I got for you guys because before we started you guys said you got to come hang out with us on Christmas what is Tribe go, doing for Christmas
3: Tribe is doing having two different Christmas parties. Um, The participants are going to have staff, is actually cooking for all of the participants this year. And then having um, a great Christmas party for them down at the hall. And then awesome. staff is also going to be having a Christmas party. Awesome. Yeah.
1: All right. So next year, we have to throw something open to the public for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. A Christmas party open to the public for people who, who are like, I want a Christmas yes. party, but I, I'm i looking for that sober Christmas party. Yes. Can we have one? Yes. So when I say we throw one. You come to
3: both Christmas parties. You well, I'm coming to your Christmas to... parties, but yes. I'm saying
1: we got to do something for the general public. Let's do it. I, for, I love that for our, idea. For our, for our, for our sharing our stories family out there i am
3: hearing well, we the request say, and
1: we're we gonna will get, get it done and it don't have to be anything big if if year one it's 20 of us well hey in year one it's 20 of us yeah. if it's 200 of us well hey i'm making a lot of friends i love that i think that sounds cool i love it all right yes. so um stay with us and thanks for being a part of the sharing our stories family uh before we wrap up open up these cupcakes man all right, we you gotta got to eat okay. some. So what, what is that other snack you well, we got, got over there? Yeah. And we, we got, got gifts from meat. Nani? Hold on, Gives let's open it Nani. up yeah. real quick. What open did Nani X. bring? She, what, now this is uh, incense to burn. Yep. What's it called? That's
3: sage. Sage, and sage, sage. Yep, and Palo santo.
1: Pelo santo? Yep. And this is to ward off yep. bad yep. things. Clear, clear, it's for clearing your space. Clearing the bad juju. Getting the bad juju out of my office. Get all the bad juju. So I'm going to go light this all up in there.
2: I'm a major sinner, so I would really like to know what this is. It has Why does he pyramid? have a giant, it's a pyramid. A giant <laughs> pyramid?
1: I thought that was something to go up the wrong end of your body. Oh, <laughs> this goes straight into that's the hole. That's an
3: antique, it's an antique toy. This is so cool. Toy.
1: She got me a, a toy where the airplanes fly
0: around in a circle. <laughs> at least yes. they didn't get, get you this. Then I look at got that. Oh, that is oh, awesome. how cool that is. She got me a grenade.
1: Yeah. She did get you a grenade. Obsidian. You got the
0: grenade? <laughs> Dilga, got cans? An yeah. obsidian grenade.
1: Yes. Nani, you are the best. Yes. It's awesome. You're so
0: Aww. cool. It's
1: like some it's, Illuminati it, stuff. Everybody knows anti. I'm a mason. And I brought you <laughs> fried you know I mean? chicken. So I got I the pyramid awesome on the dollar engine. bill. <laughs> you
3: got yeah, you pay, do have you it, the pyramid your your from the phone dollar phone bill. bill. Huh? You put your phone it, on it? Yeah. You can put your phone on it.
2: Oh, no way. Just well, no, not on the like
3: just resting up against it. Against it.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, like that. Yep. Okay. That's all. Oh Great. yeah, you need that for when I we're
2: here, need, and you're I gonna rest that. your phone on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it has
2: some wires on it. It
3: like clears your, it'll clear all your, it clears your oh, phone. Not a your oh, not even. It clears your phone. Oh wait, yeah. Great. I got so more let's not toys? That. Yeah, and then that's. Oh, look at that those, cool little, that's little car. From Made in Madagascar. It's oh, that is out awesome. Tin. That is super that's awesome. Made from tin. Yeah. Oh, you're awesome. Nani's you. awesome. Okay, Nani gave us That's gifts. That's true obsidian. All of What is obsidian. obsidian. What is obsidian? It's just a stone.
1: It's a stone. It's, it's a, a stone rock.
3: that... It's a rock. That's it's a exactly rock. what it is. It's just a rock.
1: <laughs> if you don't like somebody, throw it at them really hard. Just throw it at
3: it. Yeah, anytime <laughs> right. we just... You're, we're not doing
1: what you want. My, this has been just sharing our stories. We'll be back... Um, Probably at least one more time before the end of the year. Uh, If we don't make that one more time, we'll definitely be back in 2024. We want to thank you for being a part of the Sharing Our Stories family. And if you or a family member is is dealing with addiction and looking for that recovery, pull. can you take the chicken away from my head? (laughs) If you and your family or you or a family member is looking for recovery, uh, give a call to Tribe Recovery Home, 720-60-TRIBE. That's 720-608-4823.
3: Seven four two three. Seven four two three. We have a it. lot
1: of beautiful meat for you. More more than anything, seven two zero sixty tribe. If they 70-60. can't help you, they're going to give you. Uh, they'll give you a, a contact to somebody who can help you for sure. Because that's what we're here to do is make sure that we find you somebody to get you on that pathway to your recovery. Thank you to Caring for Denver. Thank you for everything mm-hmm. they do in the Mile High, and a thank you to you out there listening and watching for being a part of what we do here, spreading the story of recovery. This is Sharing Our Stories. Nani, Tomas, Dan in the back. I'm Slim, and we'll see you again right here for another episode of Sharing Our Stories. Merry Christmas. Merry
3: Christmas. Merry, Merry. Merry. Ho, ho, ho.
1: Ho, ho, ho.